Mr. PTO back again at Echo Meld Radio. So today, people, we're gonna we're gonna talk about is your money safe today? With the Dow ending up today down 245 points or one percent, Nasdaq down 116 or 1.63% and S&P 500 down 17 points or at 0.66%. So what are you going to do today? Have you made any adjustments financially? Have you thought about what if the market goes down 50%? What do I do if the Federal Reserve raises the interest rates three to four times between now and the end of 2019. What do you do for a lot of you that are living off of your credit cards because your job isn't paying enough to make ends meet? These are things now I think that we have to really start to consider here in October of 2018. But the market's looking a little shaky. The Fed tightening is starting to look like it's wanting to tighten up on some of the credit lines. And also Trump and, of course, his tariffs. And how does that play into your day-to-day life? with food, gas, or any type of energy or commodity-based things, even clothing. So, what have you done? Myself, personally, I'm thinking about taking my 401k into a self-directed 401k, if that's even possible, through my employer. What I think everyone should consider doing is being more financially responsible to themselves. Going out and getting your own financial education. And just don't trust anybody with your money. And when I mean anybody, not anybody, but as in just any guy in a suit and tie or any woman in a dress inside of a branch of a bank or a broker-dealer. Now, I'm not saying for you not to go to these people because these people are still qualified and they, they have an idea of what to do even when you may not. But at least if you educate yourself and you go to take your $100,000 to them. And it gives you a better chance to smell a rat. Even just not blindly throwing your money in here. And oh, just do whatever. And, and then you go to check your portfolio six months later and it's down 25%. And you have no idea why. And then... Your consultant goes to tell you, oh, it'll be fine. Just throw more in there. 
Or they tell you, I don't know what happened. It's just the market. It just went down. You'll definitely want to get more interested in learning about what's going on. Definitely when it comes to your own portfolio. Your future depends on it. I would say, actually, you probably need to get right spiritually. But for any of you that's not interested in that, definitely, you especially, want to get more interested in what's going on with your your finances. So, I think today, with the, I'll just speak with the Dow, the Dow moved 900 points. It was up around 350 points in the green, and then it went as low as 566 points. And then it's, it started to rally a little bit, and it ended off in the uh, mid-240s. There's a lot of volatility in the market. There's a lot of fragile things, and the way it's starting to come off is um, one little thing could be said or done or an earnings report doesn't come back or a jobs report doesn't come back the way everybody thinks that it should. And you can end up having a day to where the market could be down 5 or 6% in a day. And that's how sensitive it is. Now, I'm not saying for you to hit the panic button to jump out the roller coaster. Get out the game. I'm not telling you that. I'm not your financial advisor. I'm telling you to go and figure it out for yourself. The way that you're playing the game in your portfolio may not be the exact same way that I'm playing, and that's fine. Not everybody can be doing the exact same thing. Uh, Based off of eight age and even location not everybody's lifestyle is going to match up the same what i am saying though is please if you have not thought about your 401k your ira and definitely you people that's into these pensions man y'all y'all are really are really at risk because you have the bond market and you have stocks and that thing so for sure Check them out. See what they're doing. When's the last time you've checked to see how well your um, 401k or IRAs, any of your retirement vehicles, annuities, have you checked to see what they have done? Are they up for the, the quarter? Are they up for the year? And if they were up, how much has it lost over the last three weeks? What is your allocation? Are you into just equities? Are you into bonds? Is it in the real estate? Is it in the precious metals? Start to figure these things out because I'm starting to get a feeling over the next six months. That's going to become ever so more important. In the short term, we have to start looking at what's going on with the re-elections. And it's starting to appear to me that the market is calling 
for it it wants some Democrats. Um, but now, of course, we heard the president say, well, if you pick Democrats for any part of the House, whether it's the House or the Senate, then say bye-bye to your 401ks. That was his exact words, actually. I didn't make that up. But there's already market risk now with all the tariffs, which is just, that's just something I'm just, wow. I'm still speechless about the tariffs. Like, the, why are you doing that? So much for the free market. And then that's another thing. Is this, what's the right play? Is fair market the right play? Or is free market the right play? Right now, it looks like we're playing a game of fair market and protectionism. And it has its place, but it has its place up to a certain degree. How long are we going to play that card? How long are we going to play the America first? Because sometimes in economics, that's not always the best thing. Now, I know some of you people saying, well, ooh, you sure sound anti-patriotic right now. No, no, I'm not. Still a patriot. But the free market is definitely better than the fair market. Uh, I'll give you an example of it. Um, and it, this is just in theory, but maybe I can make it make sense. So, if company A is selling a um, gallon of milk for three bucks, and this is a, company A is a U.S. based company, but if there was company B that makes a gallon of milk as well and it's from another country and they say, hey, American public, I can get you this milk for $2.50. Now, most people are going to say, hmm, it's just milk. Yeah, I'll go ahead and save that 50 cent. Yeah, let me go ahead and get that. Now, of course, that's going to create competition. And if, which most people are going to do, they're going to save their 50 cent. It's the exact same size gallon of milk. They taste about the same. They both do the same purpose. Just one's just not from the U.S. So everybody gets this import brand. And or from company B, and company B is just really showing out. Well, company A starts to complain to the government, hey, company B's not even from here. I may have to lay off some, some workers, which is going to put them on all kind of government entitlements, food stamps. Some of them are older people, so they I might just force them into early retirement, so they're going on to Social Security. Or unemployment. Hey, government, what are you going to do about it? So, in this case, we'll use President Trump since he's big on tariffs. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, let me go ahead and put a tariff on Company B. 
So he puts a tariff of whatever percent. Now let's just say Company B's uh, milk goes from two fifty to now three fifty, making it more expensive. To where maybe it'll curb the Americans, the American public opinion on Company B's milk. Ooh, and everybody goes to the store. Wow, Company B's milk is at three dollars and fifty cents. Guess I better go on and stick with the good old American one at three dollars. Okay, so everybody gets back onto Company A's uh, milk at three dollars, and everybody's doing that. It's fine. Company A is making its money. The employees are safe. They still have a safe, secure job. Well, Company A says, well, you know what? We were at $3. But since Company B has been forced to go into a higher uh, market, uh, I'm sorry, a higher price, they're at $3.50. How about we just kick ours up to about $3.25. That'll give us a little boost. That'll give the company a little extra money. And hey, we're still cheaper than company B. Well, the consumer is going to go to the store that next week to go pick up their $3 gallon of milk. And whoa, hold on. Milk is $3.25 now? Uh, hmm. Now, for some people that's on strict budgets, twenty-five cent is a is a lot. Especially if you start looking at if you just get nickel and dime per product. If if you think about every product that you buy throughout a month at a grocery store, and if it was to go up just from ten to twenty-five cent. You're looking at probably a, maybe at least another hundred bucks, to, um, depending on how how much um, items you're buying, and depending on how many people in your household. You're looking at another one to three hundred bucks in a month. Your pay didn't go up any, but hey, here's those good old tariffs and good old protectionism. Hey, you kept the people at Company A employed. Great. But now you as the consumer are now paying a whole lot more for that same milk. Well, what happens when you say, well, you know what? Hmm, I used to get this $3 milk every week. Nah, I'm going to drop it down to once a month because that $0.25 cent is really hurting my bottom line. Just can't afford it. And of course, a lot of you are probably laughing, oh man, it's only $0.25 cent. There's a lot of people that 25 cent makes a lot of difference. It makes a lot of difference. And even you that may be laughing, yeah, let all of the things that you buy go up 25 cent or 10 cent or whatever. Everything. Just think of everything that you purchase. Even all your little crap like fast food or if you got habits, cigarettes, and beer. Let all this stuff go up 25 cents. And let's see how your attitude is. So, that's kind of the drawback of tariffs. And now, the people are paying 325 
They're like, ah, too much. Ah. Of course, the company, hey, I'm still cheaper. Yeah, but now you're straining me, so I refuse to buy this. And now you still have to lay off these workers anyways. It still jumped the price for the consumer. It saved the jobs for a short time. The consumer was willing to eat the pain of the price of that 25 cent jump. But for a short time. Because what the consumer is looking for is really for that milk to be at $2.50. They make and deal with $3. But the $3.25 is just unbearable when they were just paying $2.50. So see what I'm saying? This is what I was trying to break down to you. A lot of y'all aren't understanding the tariffs. A lot of you are saying, oh, those tariffs are great, man. It's keeping jobs here. It's making America strong for a short time. There has got to be a plan B. If you want to hurt the rival nation's economy, that will hurt them, but just for some short time. Because now it's going to force your consumer. Your consumer may not notice it. It usually takes the consumer about six months to sometimes a year, depending on the products, to be like, hey, wait a minute. Hold on, my check. My check ain't going as far. Now, what's going on? Let me pay attention. And then they go to see that 25-cent raise here, a 50-cent raise there. A dollar raised there on their products that they have to have. After a while, that consumer will say, Shit, man, hey, not me, bruh. Not me. Either I'm about to go without this, or I just won't be able to indulge as much as I have to, and I just got to pull the reins back. That's how you get your recession, too. Is that what's what's going on in the market now? Possibly. I think so. And you haven't seen nothing yet. Wait till the interest rates really start to creep on up and then the Fed gets more funny about lending money. For sure, anybody that has a credit card in the subprime range, if you don't know what the uh, subprime range for a credit card is, any credit card, uh, limit under $5,000. So if you have a $4,500 credit limit on that card, you are in subprime territory. Which means if the Fed gets too tight, you're going to be one of the first ones that they're going to cut down. So they may take you down from $4,500 down to $1,500 if it just gets too ridiculous. For sure, if you're at $4,500, you should expect to go down to to 3000 real quick. You should almost expect it. But now if you have a credit card that's around, let's say, 10000 they may cut you down to seven or 8000 on that credit limit. They tend not to hit you as hard percentage-wise if you have a credit card over subprime. A lot of y'all are living off of your credit cards. A lot of you I know, a lot of people out here have credit card limits around $2,500. Okay? 
um, in in normal circumstances or in low interest rate circumstances, that that's okay. But then a lot of you are working your nine to fives and still needing to use their twenty five hundred dollar card. You can't afford for your uh, creditor to drop you from twenty five hundred dollars to one thousand uh, dollars credit limit. So now you'll be in debt and no no extra access to money and you're still working a nine to five to still not paying you enough. And now a lot of stuff is at risk. So one thing that you can do to try and protect yourself as much as possible, whatever you got to do, try and get your credit cards over that $5,000 threshold. You have got to get out of that subprime uh, threshold, that well, subprime dungeon, actually. That's what it is. Because a lot of times, you they'll say, you have been approved for a $1,500 credit card. And you're like, okay, great. But then it may take you 10 years just to even get out of subprime. You'll mess around and have a credit score of um, 785, but then your limit is only $3,000. So it essentially does nothing for you. Oh man, I got a 785 credit score. Great. How much credit you got? $3,000. Well, when they go to tighten up and they drop your $3,000 down to $1,000. You're, and then you're going to be like, well, I have a 785 credit score. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. You're still a bigger risk for the bank. So with that being said, they're going to go ahead and take you down quite a bit. They're not going to take your credit card from you completely. But yeah, if you're below that 5000 just expect a pretty big hit in your credit limit. So you need to get some kind of backup plan of some other kind. However you can get another stream of income or a stream of credit or whatever it is that you got to do, start looking into it now while you have a chance before they really start to pull that off. I'm expecting within the next three to six months, if things keep staying the way that it is, not necessarily getting worse, but just staying in this current form right now with a volatile market the way that it is, and the tariffs the way that they are. You should expect. Something to hit that credit market. And that money's going to start to drop real quick. So figure it out. Your homework for now is. What is my retirement vehicle doing? If I have credit cards. What am I doing? To Especially if I'm under that $5,000 threshold. What do I do to get myself into the prime credit? Or if you know that that's just too far of a stretch for you and it's not feasible, what do I do if they cut my credit limit down by 30 to 50 percent? Especially if I'm maxing out this card and maxing out my paycheck at the same time. That's going to be your homework, really, I would say, for the next quarter. That would be my advice to you.
Of course, you're grown. You know what to do. Or you should start to get the idea of what to do. Invest in your own financial education. Please, that'll be your that'll be your biggest weapon in these volatile markets. But all right, I'm done for the night, everybody. Again, remember, hit the applause button. Hit the like button on Anchor if you're on Anchor. Also, remember to go ahead and subscribe to my page. Keep this page going. Keep this channel going. And you can actually donate for less than the price of a candy bar a month to help keep this channel going. But... Also remember, if you're not following me on Twitter, please follow me at EchoMeld Radio. Or if you would like to talk to me in my email, please feel free to hit me up at EchoMeldRadio at gmail.com. Again, everyone, have a good night. Stay safe. Get the plan together. Let's figure it out together. If you have any comments or questions, Feel free to hit me up in that email or just send me a, a DM on Twitter. And that, that'll be just fine. Because I'm, I'm looking to learn myself. If you have any ideas that maybe I, that can help me out, I thank you. I appreciate it. My family does as well. Also, if you're looking for personal ad- advice or just something to listen to that's kind of cool on the ride home, check out Miss Lovely. A he said versus she said on Twitter. She's also on Anchor FM as well. And I'll leave actually, check out my Twitter. I'll leave a a link to her, her page. Definitely a nice podcast to listen to. Definitely got some life situations that probably applies to just about all of you. And she's an open, she has an open platform. Whatever you want to talk about, as long as you can keep it tasteful, she will talk to you about anything and make a podcast, maybe even put you on a podcast as well with her. So again, that's at he said versus she said, all caps on Twitter. All right, people, have a good night. Watch each other's back. Watch the back of your future. Everything counts now. Have a good night. Peace.